You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. And this is Courtney and also Allison, and this is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files. Yeah. Singing it. <laughs> Not very well. Hey. Hey. How are you, Allison? I'm okay. <laughs> you lie. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? Yeah, I'm all, my sinuses are all jacked oh, up. Oh, no. Sinuses? Yeah, I got real bad allergies. Mmm. Mm. Well, you'll be able to hear it. Yeah. Maybe. We're still recording on our baby dick. Yeah. Ooh, that's weird to say. With my human mouth. Tis. Uh, we're, our, our, old, our new microphone that I bought with my own money um, went out of commission, so we're back to basics. We're on my bed. Kicking it old school. We got pillows all over the place. We got a tiny little microphone, and we're just doing it. We're just cozy. We're just doing it. We're yeah. ready to do it. Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Why don't you read that descriptione? Okay. Season 4, episode 17, titled Tempest Fugit. The agents investigate the apparent downing of a commercial jetliner by a UFO. Why are you laughing? It's a tragedy. The plane (laughs) went down, Allison. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, this was a plane crash episode. Yeah, It was a plane crash of an episode, that's for sure. (laughs) Let's start out by saying, we are very confused. Yes. Would we watch this episode again? Or if we were to watch this episode again, would we have any questions that are answered? Probably not. Doubt it. Because they didn't answer any questions. Nope. They just created more questions on top of more questions. Well, it's a two-parter. They gotta ask all those questions so they can not answer them again in the second half. You know, that's our favorite thing when they do that. Yeah. Uh, Let's get started. Let's unpack it. Okay. I think by talking it out, we may be able to understand what this episode is actually about. Okay. There is three men on this plane. Now, can I tell you, we've seen one of these men before. Did you know that? What? Mm-hmm. No? Mm-hmm. Who? The ginger one. Did we? Yes, his name is Max, and he was in an episode called Fallen Angel. I didn't know that watching it. I did a little recon. <laughs> okay, let's put it together right now. What was Fallen Angel about? Uh... <laughs> Not to put you on the slot or anything. We watched, hey, we watched this episode, right? It, I think Fallen Angel was the one, oh my god, with the uh, the guy made of light. Mm-mm. And there was, I think Max lived in a trailer and his yes. ear bled. And his ear bled. I think the Gerblins were involved. The lone gunmen were involved. And we saw him get abducted at the docks. Yes. And Mulder was there. Yeah, and he was like, darn it. But then he's back. Max yes. is back. Max is back and, for a Max attack. And better than ever. And he's on a plane, and he's very nervous, and he got some pomples. And he went to TJ Maxx. <laughs> I'm confused. Um, yeah, he's on the airplane, there's another guy talking to him, and then there's a third guy who's in the bathroom putting a zip gun together. He's, he's upset, because his pen broke. <laughs> 
What? Pembroke got the spring out of it. Oh, yeah. And then he put his spring in a plastic gun and he was going to assassinate someone? Yes. He was going to recreate the movie Blood Eye. Wait, Red Eye. Blood Eye. Blood Eye. He's going to shoot Max right in the eye. There'd be lots of blood. And that, but, but. But? And he did not do the murder. No. The aliens did a major murder. Well, yeah, they murdered a lot. They, they, so you, the plane is shaking and it's my worst fear where everyone's shaking and bags are falling out of compartments and Max is like, oh no, and there's bright lights and he gets sucked out, or we don't see that, but, but we him. Courtney, what's the worst plane ride you've ever been on? <laughs> to us. The one to Australia? Yeah. Uh, it was like, I don't know, 16 hours. Mm-hmm. Everyone was asleep. And I was having panic attack after panic attack in the mm-hmm. bathroom. Mm-hmm. That was real fun. I will never, ever get into a plane. And then when we went through Hawaii, it was like a roller coaster. Oh, yeah. It was so bad. And I thought I was going to die. And everyone was sleeping around me. And uh, the nice stewardess uh, got l- allowed me to lie down in their secret compartment. Aww. Because they had the little beds in there, right? That's really nice. Yeah, it was really nice. Because I'm like... I'm, I want to get out, please. And she's like, we're over the Pacific Ocean, ma'am. You cannot get out. I wanted to be stuck out just like that UFO. Just take me somewhere else. Just take you right out of there. Uh-huh. uh-huh. My worst plane ride um only had about six other people on it. Oh. It was in a very small plane. Where was it uh, going to? Flying from Vancouver to Tofino. Oh. Um, teeny tiny plane. And the plane's actually so small that it matters where people sit. Uh. <laughs> That's not good. And the pilots were about 20 years old. <laughs> and they how were talking you know about their Christmas party. Were they talking about the Emoji movie and how good it was? <laughs> no, they were talking about their Christmas party yeah. and who got so drunk and who had a good time and who danced with who. I fucking and- love Tofino. <laughs> <laughs> and I got on that plane and I thought, we're all going to die here today. <laughs> it was like a, only a half hour flight, but... Though in those little planes, oh just God. going over Vancouver yeah. Island, it, the turbulence is so bad, and I genuinely so many times was like, "Guess this is just it for me." <laughs> Been a wild ride. I made this choice. Yeah. <laughs> those little planes are scary. Yeah, they are. I took one in, throughout New Hampshire. They had those little planes mm-hmm. from city to city, and like, it's scary. Well, even the ones where like, because we've also taken ones from like Vancouver to my hometown of Comox that are um, maybe, like, 12-seaters, and they have an aisle down the middle. Yeah. And, like, seats on either side. This yeah. was smaller than that. There was Jeez. no aisle. It was, like, you could reach out and touch either side of the plane with your hands. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're on a glider. You're in a yeah, glider. essentially, you are in a little hang glider. They took you to the top of, like, Whistler, and they, they just, just launched you. you. <laughs> no engine. Just over the vest. Enjoy Dufino, asshole. <laughs> I hate planes. Anyway, this plane's dead. They killed it. <laughs> exploded. They s- exploded. The music is really intense. Yeah. And you said it seems like everyone on this plane is suspicious as fuck. Yeah, it is like, as you're going from person to person, it's like, everyone on this plane is probably gonna do a bad thing. <laughs> Someone's masturbating. Oh, Who? for sure. You, like, on big planes like that, you know one person. At least one person on any commercial flight for, is jerking it. For sure. Um, my husband told me a story about a friend in high school who was on a plane ride to Germany, and he just had to watch his porn, and it was he thought it was very secret. He just had he to. Just, hey, he had to get that porn on. 
And so he was watching on his laptop, and then people were, I don't know, someone needed to go to the washroom. So he closed his laptop and stood up. But when you are a person who gets boners and you kind of slide it up on the, you slide it up in the, what's it called of your pants? The waistband? The waistband. His shirt lifted. (gasps) So the little mushroom was just like popping right out. Someone just saw that little dick tip. (laughs) And that was the worst airplane ride ever. (laughs) Oh my God. Why would you, oh my God. Just horny, horny, horny boys. Just a horny boy. He just had to watch his his porn. The porns. Anyway, why did I write weird cake? Oh, because they're at Applebee's. Yeah, it's Scully's birthday. After the doo-doo-doos. Happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. I hope we don't have to pay for that. No. No, you have to pay for the real one. No, you don't have to anymore. You don't? Yeah. But how about 1995? Did they have to pay? Yeah, they had to. So they had to pay. The X-Files pay. Chris Carter played royalties to pay uh, uh, for the actual happy birthday If it was more than 30 seconds, then yeah. Or they got sued. Jeez Louise. Who owns the rights to Happy Birthday? Well, no one anymore. Well, who did? I don't know. Mr. Mister Birthday. Mr. H. Birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it was written for my wife, Henrietta Birthday. <laughs> Nicknamed Happy. This is, at this point, y- you looked at Mulder, Fo- <laughs> Mr. Fox Mulder, and then you looked at me with panic in your eyes, and yes. you're like, hey, Courtney, is, is Mulder hot right now? Is I is Mulder and you panicked? Like, I did. Is Mulder is Mulder and what? Okay, what was it about this Mulder? It was the straw. It was the straw. He had a straw in his mouth, and he was real cocky, and he just like he had a suit. Off, he had his jacket off. His tie was a little undone. There was just something. Oh man! And I had uh, we sh- shall we call it straight panic? I don't know. <laughs> I think we called it de-gaining. <laughs> yeah, I just was like, oh shit, Mulder's uh, hot. What do I do? To be fair, he was very, he had, he had those lesbian vibes. No, that's true. Right? Yeah, right? I guess so. That straw, though. Oh, God. This motherfucker. Like, he's like khaki, like, here, Skelly, I give you prison. Get you a kick, I remember your birthday. And then, and then this woman comes up and says, I have, like, I need to talk to you. My brother's in trouble. And this motherfucker still has that goddamn straw in his mouth. Yeah, he do. Just an oral fixation. What's yeah. his? He has the sunflower seeds he likes. And yeah. And the straws and pencils and dicks and... He's always got something in there. Skinner's robotic member and, like, everything, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, plane has disappeared. Yes. It's gone. And the woman's brother is Max, who we, I guess, is from another, who we should have known. It was from another episode. Yes, but we, we probably should have known hey, that. but we didn't. No, I had to look it up later. <laughs> and she she says that Max had evidence? I don't remember I, Max had something. What? We don't know. No. What, did they tell us? Uh-uh. No, they suggested a few things he might have. Uh, but then there was no closure on whether he did have any of those things or a thing at all. But he dead now. Yes. Spo- hey, spoiler. But I don't know, maybe he'll be in another episode. Maybe. They go to the GO team. The GO team. Yes. Yeah, of the NTSB. Was that? National Transportation Service Board. Really? Is that a real thing? Yeah, something like that. Do they do the airplane cleanup? I guess so. 
And those, like, when railways spill stuff, they have to go clean that up? Yeah. Right? Maybe. So, a plane is down. They haven't found the crash site yet. But this man, I'm going to call it, he has a very Peter Pettigrew-type weaseliness. Just a vibe. Just a little teeth, little front teeth. Mm. <laughs> uh, and he's very, I like him. Okay, okay. He's he's very serious. He wants the truth. Yeah, he wants the truth. He doesn't care how he gets it. But he will get it by the books. He will get it by the books. He needs evidence. I do also want to mention there are some choice mustaches in oh, this room. Oh, there's a lot of good fashion mm, in this room. Mm, Just some good fashion good. choices. A lot of white guys with a lot of mushrooms and very mm, 90s glasses. With mushrooms? Mushroom. They are taking mushrooms. Oh, yes. and they had one just tucked into their pants. Yep, they have a Mario situation going <laughs> on. Uh, You're really talking about Mario a lot lately. I know. I know. I'm sorry. It's a me. Hey, when Mario gets a erection, he can't put it up. Uh, on the waistband of his pants. No, because his pants go all the way up. So what does he do? Well... If you'll recall our canon, his genitals are made of lasagna. So I don't know if that's a concern for him exactly. They just get all saucy. Oh, it's so greasy Ew. down there. <laughs> he just tucks it frontsies backsies. <laughs> tucks it in. As you would you do in a pinch. Mulder says he hesitates to speculate. And we're like, come on, that's Mulder. That's bullshit. You, you, that's what you do. But basically he's saying like, hey... Aliens did this. And Peter Pettigrew, main guy, is like, don't trivialize this. Hey, Mulder, people died. Don't be a don't dick. Don't trivialize this and just, like, make it about aliens wanted this one guy. Lots of people died. And we're like, finally, someone is talking some fucking yeah, sense. Yeah, I like this. I like this. The next shot is super good. It is very cool. It's the, they find the crash site and there's a plane litter. The plane did it. Debris? Yeah. <laughs> The plane had a litter. The plane is gonna get tickets because he did a litter. Okay. All over. Cool. And there's little flags everywhere, and the flags are saying that this is plane trash and also bodies. Yes. And there's also yellow body sacks. Yes. And I asked you, hey, Allison, why are there yellow body bags? And you're like, you're like, oh, maybe so, you know, people can see the, where the bodies are. And then you hesitate and you're like, but probably because Chris Carter thought it would look cool. Yeah, well, yeah. And say, the same reason why um, these people are in clean suits. Yeah, well, I think, I mean, the yellow body bags make a lot of sense, I think, for visibility. But for the people wearing, like, the super clean suits, I don't know if that was really necessary. Now, this is really cool. Mm -hmm. This whole scene with the body bags lined up and all the kind of trash everywhere. Plain trash. Plain trash. I love it. I, this is really, I mean, it's awful, but it would be really cool. Yeah, well, it reminded me a lot of, like, the opening scene of, um, well, I don't remember if it was the opening scene, but from the first episode of Walking Dead that, like, got me really excited about it is the... Which, oh, I forget about that one. Yeah, it was, like, they're outside the hospital and, um... There's just, yeah, just tons of, like, bodies everywhere that have been kind of, like, just left there because, obviously, it's a zombie apocalypse. But there is some, there is something about, like, a large-scale disaster that's really fascinating. Oh, yeah. The forensics are piecing it together and they actually bring all these pieces to, like, a hangar and they have the bodies in the hangar so people can identify the bodies. But they're, like, piecing together. They're basically putting the plane back like a puzzle to kind of figure out what is going on. And that really super duper interests me. Yeah, I can't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast before, but there is a, a book I was reading for a little while called How Come I'm Dead? Ooh. And it was by a, a former chief coroner of Vancouver. 
a yeah. PC actually. Um, and there was so during his tenure in the fifties, there was a giant plane explosion over Whoa. the interior. Yeah, and they uh, had to go up and try to you know collect the bodies. And yeah. basically, it was just like all pieces, no no whole bodies to no, be found. No, um, and the place where they collected all the parts and and asked families to come in and identify them yeah. was the same basement where I used to do digitization at the. That is now the Vancouver Police Oh, Museum really? That, so they, they bring the bodies back? That and... used to be the city morgue. Wow. And, and I asked you, like, when bodies are in pieces, yeah. do they... They try to match the best they can, Yeah, right? they try to get... Uh, figure out what belongs to who. I mean, some of it is just, like, viscera, right? Like, you can't really... Yeah. So how do you identify bodies like that? Uh, well, nowadays, you Teeth would... records? Yeah, like, tooth records is a big one. Fingerprints, if they're recognizable, are a big one. Um, these days we have DNA, but it takes so long it to takes get long it yeah. that it's not as useful. Yeah. The main ways of identifying people are still teeth and wow. fingerprints, if you're doing so on, like, a short-term basis. Wow. <laughs> There's an alive man. Yes. Who is he? I don't know. He was the guy that had the zip gun? No, he was the guy no. who was seated next he, to Max. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. Oh, the alive guy. The I was alive thinking guy, of the yeah. half man. I'm sorry. Oh, no. We'll talk about the half man. Yeah, the alive guy was seated next to Max, and he has some radiation burns. Oh, no. <laughs> this episode was so long. Okay. Half man. Oh, no, sorry. Alive man. Yeah. He was seated next to Max, and he has weird radiation burns. Yeah. And then there's also half man. Half-Man is the guy with the gun. Yeah, they steal his gun, and then they burn off his fingerprints and his face. Who who are these people? The shadow government. Yes. Yes. So, the evidence is being burnt. Yeah. But Mulder is also stealing evidence. Yeah! He's got some watches. He's just like, oh, here's a watch. I'm gonna take it. And he says that the plane was missing nine minutes of time between when they were, like, marked as missing and when the watches watches say. When the watches say it was. (laughs) When the watches say it was. When the watches say that the time was. (laughs) They say, hey, this is the time that it was. Thanks, everybody, the watch. So Mulder is also destroying evidence, just like the mustachioed man who is taking guns from people. Well, he's not destroying it. He's just taking it, which is still bad also. Yeah. So let's recount the number of questions we have for this At episode. At this point. Number one, why is Max alive? Yes. Because appa- he was taken. Number two, why has he got some plutonium? Yeah. Number three, what's he doing? Right? <laughs> I don't think we've covered the plutonium yet. Oh. Well, he's got plutonium. That's why the guy got burnt. Yeah, because they talked to his sister? <laughs> Guys, hey, this is a mess because the episode is a, is a goddamn yeah. plane crash don't mess. Don't blame us don't. for being tired and bad at this. <laughs> We're going to straighten it out, okay? These are the questions we have so far. Those three questions. Plus... Why the man is going to do a murder. <laughs> the gunman. The man with the spring. Oh, with the plastic gun. No. Why is he going to kill? Is he going to kill Max? What is he going to do? I don't know. Why was the... Who, who is he? I don't know. I think he was there to kill Max. Why? Because Max knew things. What did he know? Aliens? Aliens. Okay. <laughs> Solved it. Done. <laughs> Max it. knew aliens. But again, my favorite phrase about the X-Files, it's not clear, and it's never confirmed. 
Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, now that it is, there is some weird stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Because the man who is alive, who is seated next to Max, mm-hmm. has radiation burns. Yes. Max has plutonium? Question they mark? think Max Maybe. has plutonium because he worked at a place where that exists, and they think he stole some. <laughs> I didn't get that. Really? Yeah. You missed that? I missed that. Yeah, he worked at, I don't know what it was called, it was like a mine or something, and they're like, Scully's like, I think he stole some weaponized plutonium, and Mulder's like, that's bullshit. It's aliens. <laughs> so Skelly's gonna talk to Max's sister who came, who ruined her birthday party. Yes. And she, Scully's like, hey, you gotta give me the truth. The truth booth. And, uh, nope. <laughs> the Ro- truth booth? Rock show. Yep. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if the X-Files had the truth booth? Oh my god. And then you could like send two people in there to f- have a like a piece of the plot like verified. <laughs> <laughs> Who just, would you send in from this episode? Max! What's going on, my but dude? what's the specific piece of truth that you need? The truth... Well, I need to know why he was on the plane, and why that man is gonna shoot him. Cause aliens! No! He knows aliens! Cause he knows... Also, send Mulder in there. What's with your oral fixation thing going on? Mulder, what have you done to me? <laughs> I need a truth booth. <laughs> Shannon. Yeah. Who is Max's sister. Oh, man, you got her name? I know, right? Damn. I'm trying to pay attention to this episode so I know what's goddamn going on. I'm so goddamn frustrated. Did it work? No, it was so, it was like a fucking seven-layer bean dip (laughs) where you are so hungry, you got your chips, you want to get to the the fucking third layer of cheese, but the second layer of beans, you can't just get through. Your chips keep you breaking. You always break your fucking chips on that bean layer. You can't. So how do you go further? Can, can, what's your favorite um, part of a seven layer dip? What's your favorite layer? Can we back up a little bit? Can you name the seven layers of a seven layer dip? Oh, baby. Can I? Go. One. One. Uh, refried beans. Two. Uh, guacamole. Three. Sour cream. Four. Cheddar cheese. Five. More beans. What kind of beans? Refried. More refried beans? Yeah. That's not a that's not a layer. That's just a it's Se- a reproduction. Seven layer dip doesn't have seven different ingredients. Are you kidding me? Are it's you the, kidding me? It's the same five layers repeated? Yes. That's lame. Beans, avocado, sour cream, beans, avocado, sour cream, that's cheddar that's, cheese. That's like a three layer dip that's that is an like a, I'm not telling you it's not a ripoff. It's a three-layer encore dip. I'm just saying that's what it is. I'm stopping the episode right now. We need to make this better for me. Okay. Let's make seven layers. What well, would you put in a seven-layer dip? No repeatsies. Ground beef. Number one. Ground beef. Yeah, number one. Number two. Number two. Black beans. Number three. <laughs> this can't be hard. You named three F. You named the ingredients just ten seconds ago, Allison! <laughs> Do you think they're counting the green onions as a layer? Oh, that'd be awful. <laughs> oh, salsa! <laughs> I think salsa's a hey, seven-layer dip. Hey, can I make a seven-layer dip that the ingredients <laughs> that touch each other are really good each other uh, with each other, but the, like, if you go... Three removed, they're very bad. Please explain. <laughs> okay. Stay with me. Okay. Layer number one, strawberry jam. Layer number two, <laughs> haste. Yeah. Layer number two, peanut butter. Okay. Layer number three, 
pickles. Oh! Because pickles and yeah, peanut butter yeah, are really yeah, good. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Layer number four, ham. I was gonna say mustard. Layer number six: croutons of uh, pretzels. Okay. Layer number seven: sauerkraut. It's awful. Done. <laughs> that sounds awful. So every two layers are very good, but if you go like all the way in, it's awful. <laughs> so if your chip breaks, it really doesn't matter because you're like relieved. Yeah. You're like, thank God. If I get to the banana layer, it's awful. Did I put bananas in there? Maybe. I now, Space Cadets, you may be thinking to yourself, I'm not surprised they couldn't figure out the episode. They cannot understand a seven-layer dip. And to you, I say, eat my whole dick. <laughs> We're gonna get a one-star review just from that bit alone. <laughs> Can I tell you what? what my favorite part of the seven-layer dip is? Is it the jam at the bottom? No! <laughs> It's a sour cream because it's kind of spicy. What are it's you like, fucking talking about? They put it's like not just sour cream, but it like mixes with the salsa and gets like a real good. But if it mixes, then it's not a layer. You gotta have layers. But don't like you just a cake. just sometimes you just want that real messy trifle. <laughs> it's not a trifle. It's a it's a cake. <laughs> if it's a trifle, you just fucking then there's no layers. You just mix it all together. Trifles have layers. Do they? Yes. Well, why is it messy then? Cause it just you just get in there and it just gets messy. <laughs> Can we just stop talking about this? I'm gonna cut like half of this conversation. No. <laughs> hey, girl. The aliens are back. Oh, and better than ever. Oh no. They're gonna go visit my girl Shannon. <laughs> She's got a lot of papers. Why? I don't know. <laughs> she has like seven years of back taxes due or something. That's what I said. I said, how is there that much paper in that room? I don't know. Where did it come She's from? She's real important, Max. Max probably that's his. His That's papers. His, his papers. It's his transcript. Okay. It's his autobiography. Memoir. It's his memoir. It's his memoir. That, hey, Allison, Max, answered every single question that we had about the X-Files from season one, episode one, till now. And they were written on that paper. And now it's just all over. And now it's trash. <laughs> and the aliens are like, no, Allison and Courtney cannot know. They have to be inane and talk about fucking seven-layer dip, and they will never know the truth. And then they kidnap our girl Shannon. So you're saying... What? It's a conspiracy. Yes. <laughs> Let me get the straw out of my mouth and I'll tell you all about oh, it. Oh, damn. So, Shannon gone. Yes. Can I tell you my favorite thing? Sure. Mulder, okay, so Mulder is looking through the bodies. Oh, yeah. There, we're, at the, we're at the reconstruction, plane reconstruction. Because Scully says, hey, Mulder, Max didn't get abducted. <gasps> he did. He did. They found his body like, thrown from the plane crash site. And Mulder goes to his body and he finds that, that Max has a card, a Mulder card on him. A blue eyes white dragon. <laughs> Mulder card? It's Mulder's personal card. A blue eyes white dragon. A Mulder, a Mulder rookie card? Yeah. <laughs> What's his stats like? <laughs> um, well, it takes, RBI. it takes three fire mana and two earth mana to summon him. But if you tap him... Wait, does you get if you, hold on? But, wait, but, no... But if you tap him, you get herpes. <laughs> hey, sexual 
transmitted diseases are not funny. No, number they're not. One. Number two, you're mixing up Yu-Gi-Oh and magic, and I am fucking gonna skewer you for it. No, I know. You know I, tap switched, stuff. I switched tactics pretty quick there. <laughs> hey, is Blue Eyes White Dragon an electric type Pokemon or what? <laughs> Water type, everyone knows that. Uh, yeah, he takes the card. He takes evidence. This and, is the second time he takes evidence. And then he goes to Skelly and he says, none of these bodies have watches. Yeah, he's going, he's like, he checks two bodies and he like, moves past a family who's like, crying because their loved one is dead. And he's like, oh, is there a watch in here though? And there ain't. Their loved ones are not there. Yeah, there are loved ones really? there. Yeah, there are um, people crying. So he says, none of these people have watches. And he says, they've been stealing evidence. Who? The government men. And I said, people in glass houses should not throw stones. Well, you stole like two pieces of evidence. Mulder, that's all you do that's is you, you just do. take evidence. That's your whole gig. You put them in your drawer with those paper hearts. Oh those, my. Those like girls nightgown hearts. Don't remind me. He just has a drawer th- full of evidence. It says stolen evidence on it because Skelly <laughs> got a label maker. <laughs> Well, might as well organize things. <laughs> so they're gonna go talk to the Navy base, no, Army base guys. Yeah. Who are, they're the radar men for the Army base. Radar men? Radar men. <laughs> the radar men. The plane radar men. The radar men. For the Army base. And so they're thinking, well, maybe these guys saw something. The man who meets them is very cordial. Yeah. I like him. Mm-hmm. And he lies to them, though. Yes. He says they didn't didn't see shit. And then the other guy, they leave, and the other guy comes up behind him, and he says, hey, what did you tell him? And he says, I told him I was supposed to tell him. And they got real close, and they're in love. Yes. Yes. And I want to see that show. Two army men. Yeah, they, like, sounded like they had some interesting stuff going on. I kind of wanted to hear their side of the story. They have a lot of mystery stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so they come back later. Yes. Well, one of them does. Mulder and Scully are called to the hotel. Yes. Because Shannon made a fucking mess. Yes, she did. Her papers are everywhere. (laughs) She got messed up, bro. And the hotel manager, who's really spicy, Mm -hmm. she's like, you're gonna have to pay for this. It was underneath. It was, your name was on the bill. Yeah. And Shannon trashed the joint. And the aliens... Just took the door right off the wall and sucked Shannon right out. Gross. And no one saw. Yeah. Mm? She's gone now. Where? I don't know. I don't know. She dead? Maybe. Should we recount our hey, questions? Why did the aliens take her? I don't know. Cause she cause she's Max's sister and Mulder says maybe it runs in the family. Is it genetic? Maybe. Do we need to recount our questions? Yeah, I think we do, because I'm lost. <laughs> Number one. Why Max why? Why Max why? Number two, why the guy have a gun? Yeah. Number three, plutonium? Maybe? Number four, Shannon left us. Why Shannon gone? Hey, why is she gone, though? <laughs> <laughs> Those are our four questions. Uh, yes. Also, watches? Watches. No, we know about that. Yeah. Okay. Peter Pettigrew. Yes. The head of the plane investigation. NTSB. He's coming, and he goes, Mulder, now I have evidence. Let's go somewhere with a door. <laughs> yeah, he does. And he also said that, says he has, quote-unquote, good evidence. I have good Because <laughs> really, honestly, what Mulder has given up thus far is uh, bad evidence. Yeah. So, Peter Pettigrew shows, like, 
plane x-rays or something? Yeah, of, like, fractures on the plane that don't make any sense. It's as if the emergency door was wrenched apart and wrenched out, and these are, like, stress fractures of the plane. But they don't make any sense. They don't make any sense. What? What? So Mulder's like, this is delicious. I eat it all up. Then we go. Back to the army guys. Oh, yeah. And army guy is talking to his lover, and he's like, boy, I'm sorry I was angry at you. It's actually really sweet. Let's have dinner together. I'll take you out, sweetheart. We'll make it up. And he, the other guy, he dead. From a faked suicide. From a faked suicide. Yeah, they've made it look like... Oh, was it? Yeah, that's what... Well, okay, I didn't get that, but I did read it on the Wikipedia. Oh, did you? (laughs) I thought because he knew the guys were going to come get him. Well, he does know that, but I think that it's supposed to... Look, as with everything that X-Files does, it's very bad. But I think the idea is that they're trying to make it look like the other soldier um, died by suicide. Okay. With a very small bullet. With a very small bullet that does nothing to the back of his head. Yeah, just a tiny bullet that didn't blow at the back of the head at all. Mm, Doesn't make any sense. His hair was intact. Hey. Aliens? Aliens? Maybe? So then the the, uh, the army man that we do like very much uh, sees everyone coming for him and he hides on the roof. And he's like, oh shit, I oh, better no. go tell the truth to Mulder and Scully. They'll believe get me. Get in that truth booth. <laughs> and he says that he was ordered to lie. Yes. That he was the guy. I don't even know why they did this. Okay, so here's where it gets real buck wild, right? Because he's saying that he saw the plane come into their airspace, then he was giving coordinates of it to the army, and then the army sent up a military plane yeah. to shoot down the plane, Yeah, and then... But then there's, there's a, third a third craft <laughs> of alien origin. Maybe, quite Well... And he also says that he is the guy on the tape. They said that it was a civilian uh, air But that was man. a lie. But it was a lie. It was an army man. And now Peter Pettigrew's like, everything I thought I knew is bullshit. Yeah, he's like, there's no evidence to support this man. He's a liar. And his brain is... So Mulder, he just like... This is... Okay. This is what fucking frustrates me. Yeah. They throw a wrench into the plot. Mm -hmm. And then Mulder just looks into the air and pulls down a theory... That is correct. Yeah, of like the that the third craft was shot down over the ocean. Yes, and like Just okay, like... so here's and then here's what frustrates me is that now we have two theories: either the radiation burns on Max and the other guy are from his stolen plutonium, or they're from the alien craft, and we never find out which one of those is true. I don't think he stole plutonium. I think it's just all aliens. Okay, but then why? But it wasn't answered. No, no, or maybe it was. We just weren't paying attention. I hate it. It's just, this one, you could have just cut so much fat off of it. Yeah, oh boy. And it could have been so much better. It was so frustrating. So now, Peter Pettigrew is going to look for the second crash. Yeah, so he goes back to the first And crash. for a man who's so obsessed with the evidence, he's literally just listening to Mulder. Mulder's like, yeah, there must be another aircraft thing that probably crashed. Two more. So he's, Peter Pettigrew is going to go look out into the crash to see to find another crash. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's a chase scene. Yes. At the airport. Yes. 
Mulder and Scully are driving, and I thought he was in their car, but maybe no, it's, the it um, is the soldier. And they drive right onto a airplane tarmac. Yep. And then they go right underneath the plane, which looks like it's going to hit them with its little wheel. And it didn't. But it did make the other two cars chasing them spin out like whoa, 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 whoa. They got hit with a blue shell. Lakitu was up in this bush. <laughs> he got him right out of that ditch. <laughs> so there's there's just so much happening, you guys. Is it us? Are we wrong? Is it us? <laughs> Look, there may be some merit to what I said about us not being able to figure out a seven-layer dip. <laughs> like, I watch, I watch TV. Yeah, I write TV. Well, you watch, car- you write cartoons for babies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you do. Yeah, but that's not what I like. PBS shows. <laughs> that's what I do. They have to be very linear. They can't have unanswered questions. That's not all I've ever done. You write baby shows for babies. You play baby games for babies. Shut up. Hey, Pinkman is a gift. <laughs> I just got Hey, Pinkman, and I love it. And I have lots of boys with little leafy heads, and They're I love them. Adorable. I, I throw them at little duck things, and I love them. It's my happy place. But it is a baby game for babies. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, to each their own. But is our attention span just, I don't know. Here's the thing. It's not a good show. We don't care what happens. Like, I watched, I don't know. I guess so, yeah. That's the thing. Like, I watched Breaking Bad. That's pretty complicated. Rome was pretty complicated. Game of Thrones. No, I stopped watching Game of Thrones. It was too complicated. I mean, I, yeah, like. And also the rape scenes. Yeah, that too. But, like, I read all the books. Yeah, man. And made it through those. I read a lot of books. (laughs) I'm not stupid. (laughs) The Space Cadets. Now, I know, hey, we do have personas of being big, fat dummos. But we we are also maybe having a breakdown in front of the microphone. (laughs) Guys, are we stupid? I don't know. Okay. Our reptile brain just can't take it. Let's get through the rest of this shit there's a, Okay, there's a car chase. Yeah. But that's We done. did that. And we then the, the Peter Pettigrew shows up at the first crash site and he sees an UFO. <laughs> he sees a UFO just looking. <laughs> just like peeking around. Just looking around. For I don't know. And they dropped off Susan. They dropped. Because she's a real bitch. I think her name is Shannon. Shannon? Okay. Susan's a real bitch, too, though. They dropped her off. <laughs> they dropped her off a while ago. They were like, can't deal with this anymore. <laughs> and Shannon's like, please help, help me. me. Why did they abduct her? I don't know. It's not clear. It's never explained. It's an X-File. Maybe Max left some shit at, over at the UFO's house. They're like, someone come get this? And then, <laughs> and like, you know your, like, finals here. Peter Pettigrew has, is now a believer. Yeah. Do we see him again? No. No. Absolutely not. To be continued. Now let us uh, get to the real bad stuff. Okay. But here's the thing. Yeah. Mulder's like, I was wrong. The crash site isn't on land. It's in water. How, How did he know that? that? I don't know. It isn't. What if the crash site was in the... Who... How did he... How? How? It's just he's pulling at these strings and we don't know where they're just, coming it's from. coming right up his asshole. Blue, it's like he's shitting out clues. He is. He's breaking apart his feces and seeing what's coming out. It's a little gosh upon. Oh my god. There's god. little fortune cookie fortunes in his shit. So he's gonna go to the boatman. Yeah. There's a really handsome boatman. He like We like him. Bad actor, good face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is... 
Very common for the X-Files. Yes. So Mulder goes on the boat and he finds... Uh, he dives. He, and his mask is too small because his nose won't fit. It's just pressed above. It's just pressed right in there. He finds Chaboy. Yeah. Alien boy. Chaboy. Finds evidence. In a craft at the and, bottom of this body of water. And then something... Is a lake? Is it the ocean? I'm not convinced. You're not impressed. I'm neither convinced nor impressed. Anyway, that's where we leave Mulder. Because someone's coming for him. Uh, Underwater. He's looking up, but there's a bright light. Underwater chase scene. Yeah. It's going to be very slow and awkward. With Chiboy. (laughs) Let's get to the worst part. Okay. The part that actually had me scream in anger. Scully is taking... Captain Liar. Yeah. To Sergeant Liar to the bar. Why? We, I don't know. We really want them to, to bang. Yeah, we really want them to bang. But then he's like, I gotta go tell my girlfriend what happened. And we're like, boy, why? But can we bang though? Can Can you guys like just, ooh, what if you just bump those <laughs> nasty parts? <laughs> we're just, we just need anything. <laughs> At this point, we, we need anything. throw us a goddamn bone. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, I have a question. Hey, another question. Okay. Why, if this man is being hunted, why would Scully take her to him to a bar? Well, and to her house first. Because he wanted to bump ugly. Well, yeah, because she wanted to, to just wanted smash to those things together. Just those things. <laughs> why do they go to a bar? I have no idea why they would like go Like a bar. public place. I have no idea why they would go there. That would be awful. Like, if he's under witness protection, they want him, like, in a fucking hotel room secure. Well, and they that's what they were talking see. about, like, how they have to, like, take him underground or whatever. To fuck. Um, <laughs> and then, at the bar... <gasps> it's my favorite character. Your favorite What's his character? real name? Agent Pendrel. Okay. And I deduce that he was actually Charlie Scully, the missing Scully Which brother. Which became quickly weird when it was clear that Agent Pendrel had a crush on Scully. <laughs> Which is perpetuated by the fact that Agent Pendrel is very drunk. Yes. And he's like, I want to buy you a drink. And then Scully's like, oh, I am with someone. And then he, our Agent Pendrel looks over and he's like, oh, I'll buy him a drink too. Confirmed by Charlie Scully. Yes. 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 And then he dies. <laughs> Guys, I'm fucking... Oh. We, like, literally, it was seconds between us shouting bisexual Charlie Skelly and him being shot by, like, a bad dude. And <sighs> we, like... I die. Like, I just it, it was, scream. I know this is, like, in our own fiction, but even in our own fiction, why must a bisexual character come out and then immediately be killed? Even in our own dreams. In our own. Even in our fantasies. Nowhere is safe. I love, I love by Charlie Scully. I love him so much. I've loved him forever and always. Yes. And then he got shot and he died in front of me. They they gave him to me. He came out of the closet and then they took him away. Just ripped him away. Having a nervous cute little bi boy who's not overtly sexualized as a lot of bi people are in media today and just ripping that from me. Charlie Skelly. Rip. Rip. Rip, rip, rip. rip, rip. rip. You said he might not be dead. He's probably dead. He's probably dead. He's probably dead. dead. That's why they can't find him in the new series when they're looking for Charlie Skelly. Yeah. Because he's dead. Because he died. And then that's the to be continued. So there's an alien, and then there's a dead bi character. Cool. So. Can I summarize this? Please. There was a plane crash. Yes. 
maybe an alien heard it. There's a man we know who was on that plane, Max. Mm-hmm. He had dealt with aliens before. Uh-huh. People are after him. Why? We don't know. Because mm-hmm. he saw the aliens. He has the truth. Uh, I forget what else what <laughs> Okay, let me summarize this. The, oh, oh, oh. The government maybe shot the plane down accidentally because it was actually firing at the UFO. Mm-hmm. The plane has crashed. The government wants to clean it up and cover it up that they were also shooting at the UFO and the UFO had attachments to this plane. I think, okay, I think the aliens wanted Max. The government also wanted to kill Max. They had an assassin on the plane to kill Max. Then the UFOs came for Max and then the government was like, oh shit, we gotta just go shoot the whole plane now. So they killed everyone. You think it was on purpose and that it wasn't shooting down the UFO. Well, I think two with one stone, maybe. They just, they just... Double, I don't know. They double-tapped both the plane and the UFO. <laughs> yes, the UFO. <laughs> and then the UFO is in the ocean, and that's it. Can I do a summary? Okay. Okay. Refried beans. <laughs> Avocado. One. Two. Avocado. Two. Glass number block. two. Okay, refried beans. No, you already said that. Well, I know. I'm starting over. Wait. I got confused. Okay. Number... <laughs> Refried beans. You guys can like skip ahead five minutes. Okay, number one. Guac. Two. Sour cream. Three. Salsa. Four. Cheddar cheese. Five. The other two? I don't know. You tell me, asshole. Green onion. That's not a layer. Pickles and ham. I can't wait for the second episode. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Uh, let's rate this fucker. Okay. I rate on a spooky scale. One is I can't sleep at night. Wait. One is I can sleep. I'm gonna yeah. have a nap. Five is I will never sleep again. The plane crash shot was very good. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give this a 2.3. Oh, that's fair. Because I hate plane situations. Yeah, that Actually, scares you pretty bad. gonna bump it up. 2.7. Nice. Yep. Uh, I rate on a rage scale. Goes from one, which means, hey, good work, um, to seven. Nope. Nope. To Excelsis Day. Hey, if we went to seven, we'd be in trouble. <laughs> Goes all the way to Excelsis Day, which is the worst episode we've ever seen yeah. still. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to give this one a seven. Yeah? Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. Sucked. Now, you may think, hey, guys, give it a chance. Rewatch it. No. No. Uh-uh. No. But, Okay. Here's my if you here's my whole deal. If you can't play to the lowest common denominator, <laughs> us, us, i.e., us, i.e., seven layer dip, Courtney and Allison. <laughs> what I'm saying is, you got to play to the dumbos. And if the dumbos can't pick it up the first round, like when the show was on air, you didn't have the you didn't have the privilege of rewatching it or looking at the Wikipedia right or after. Looking, so if it's not clear and you have all these unanswered kind of it's just debris. Like this whole episode was a plane crash with just debris everywhere, and you're trying to pick up the pieces, and you think you know what's going on. Courtney, what was that? Do you think that was their thematic overture? <laughs> no, I don't think they're smart enough. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> Let's say it was okay. to make the X Files fans happy. Why? Yes. Oh, that's true. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I got a personal X Files. Yay! Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Cause we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X Files. 
about a plane crash that happened in Grouse Mountain. Uh, 1954 Grouse Mountain USAF 86 crash. Mm. And I'm reading this from ufobc.ca. Nice. Nice. It's, I picked this one because there's, um, he, or I say he, but could be anyone. They have a whole, like, kind of opinion piece with oh. maps and stuff. But they also have the actual original article uh, in the Vancouver Sun from when this crash went down. Okay. Um, so this was February 15th, 1954. This is the newspaper article from the Vancouver Sun at the time. Crashed at sonic speed. Radar ghost in sky. Ooh. Lead pilot into Grouse Mountain. And Grouse Mountain is the local kind of skiing hill that's the closest to us, I yeah. think. Um, it's small. Yeah, it's not big. It's not big. It's nice. They have bears there. Mm-hmm. They have two bears. Just two? Yeah. Two grizzly bears. Oh. And they're very fat and I love them. <laughs> okay. They also have woofs. Woofs? Yeah. But this is about a plane crash. Okay. United States Air Force investigators today reported a radar ghost led the pilot of a supersonic F-86 Sabre jet to be- uh, to believe that he was over Tacoma oh, and not Vancouver wow. when his crafts cr- slammed into Grouse Mountain at the speed of sound on Friday. Jesus. Jeez. The tragic error was revealed by the ex- uh, examination of a group of investigators who spent the Saturday combing the twisted, scattered wreckage in which Lieutenant uh, Lamar J. Barlow, 25, of Tacoma, met instant death. I hope so. Uh, Mayor Craig Fairburn, head of the... Mayor? The mayor was in it? Was in... Mayor Craig Fairburn, head of the 12-man team, said in Tacoma today the investigation was continuing. So the mayor of Vancouver was in the 12-man team that combed the wreckage? We had a mayor named Craig Fairburn? Cool. Uh, Fairburn's party returned to McCord's field with Barlow's remains Saturday night, and a maintenance team arrived here today to begin picking up and creating the wreckage shipment to McCord for study. Mayor Fairburn... Oh, it's not Mayor, it's Major. <laughs> One, refer That's not a Y, that's a J. Major Fairburn. <laughs> it's okay if you guys turn this off now. Major Fairburn said radar operations uh, probably mistook the ghost or echo for Barlow's jet fighter. Barlow was following directions being given for to this echo when he splattered the ma- ooh god when he splattered the mountainside with wreckage after hitting a speed at an estimated of more than 760 miles per hour. Radar experts describe the radar echo as being much the same as a television ghost, and it is quite common in the Pacific Northwest. Ooh, ooh. spooky! Captain R. A. Bins. <laughs> Said he believed... Hey, Allison, a man died. In the 50s. (laughs) Said he believed Barlow had been flying at the speed of sound when his F-86 hit the mountain. Captain R. Allison, official investigation officer, said that Barlow had been radioed. He was just breaking through the overcast when he crashed. It's hard to understand why he would be traveling so fast while coming in so low, said Allison. No? Mm Mm-hmm. The plane hit the mountain at 2,700 feet, about 200 feet below the layer, cloud layer. Major Fairburn said the 25-year-old pilot was fairly inexperienced at flying the supersonic F- F-86 fighter. This is, and, and the what this article is claiming, not the Vancouver Sun article, but the article about UFOs is, he was, hey, 
he was chasing an UFO. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I will attach that incident story to our Facebook page, and you got what? I will att- I will make an it. I will email it to every one of you. With and I'll an attachment. It. Attach it. It'll be a web ring. Send this Double X Files attachment to three other people, or you'll be haunted by a ghost. Me, our Allison. Ooh. Yeah, you can read more about the incident, the UFO ghost, on our Facebook page. Cool. Doing our best. Let's do predictions. My God. Okay, it's your turn. Hey, did we? Hey, did we do predictions up front? We didn't talk about it. So we don't get points. I don't think I got any points. We don't get points. (laughs) If we didn't do up front, we don't get points. So we tie three three. Yeah. Okay. So whose turn is it to yours? Okay. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Season 4, episode 18, the second half of a two-parter. Oh, God. The title, merely, Max. He's back, and better than ever. My name is Max, and I'm here to say (laughs) I'd like to be abducted in a major way. Maybe, hey Allison, yeah. maybe all those questions we had yeah. will be answered? No. No. Max comes back to life. Okay. As a ghost. A g- 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 ghost? He's gonna help Mulder solve the alien His mystery. own murder. Ba 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 ba. Yes. It. That's it. Okay. Uh huh. Max comes back to speak to Mulder, and he's going to help Mulder answer all the stupid questions that we don't know the answers to. Okay, one point, or half a point. Return of Max. Another half, half point. point. Solve his own murder. But nothing is actually ever solved. And the, yeah, yeah, And yeah. the government men clean it all up, and we're all frustrated, and I think Charlie Scully, he dead. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. But mm. I'm not going to put a point on that, because no. I'm sad about it. Yeah, me too. Um, cool, okay. Hey, sorry about this one, guys. <laughs> I would promise you the next one's better, but I'm hey. not going to make those kind of promises. You know what? Sometimes you drop a deuce. Sometimes you drop a deuce right on the floor, just like your cat, and no one comes to clean it up. It's just there <laughs> for the whole podcast world to download into their ears. <laughs> that's what this is. We did our best. We did our best. Now we're going to go eat nachos, and that's going to give us the power we need to do better. Hey, how many layers on those nachos? Seven. <laughs> if you want to complain to us, yeah. If you, hey, if we did a bad job, mm-hmm. you don't have to write us a review. You can just email us directly with it's your. Much beef. more effective. It, it, it is much more effective of your. And if you, hey guys, honestly, if you know the answers to the our questions, email us. Yeah. Tell us. Tell us. We're not going to be mean about we're not it. Go- we're not going to be mean about. It. We're two fucking dumbos <laughs> that need. Our hands held. Yep. So you can email us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can get in touch with us uh, through our Facebook and our Instagram, which is just doublexfiles, double spelt out. And Twitter. Twitter, too. Double X-Files. Also mm-hmm. that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Fuck yeah, Double X-Files is our Tumblr. Yep. Anything else? Buy our merch. Buy our merch. Yeah, especially after this episode. Hey. Hey. We need to have, like, a seven-layer dip recipe. <laughs> a graphic, an infographic. Yes. 
Um, yeah, buy our merch. That helps us out. We need to buy a new mic, I guess. Yep. Yeah, and then uh, that costs human money, so buying our merch will help. And tell a friend. Yes, please tell a friend. Not about, hey, you know what you could do? What? You can make a seven-layer dip. Oh, no. But have a secret eighth layer. <laughs> and it just says, listen to the double X-Files. Listen to the double X-Files. But no one would get to that layer because they can't get their chip through there. That was a horrible idea. I think we should finish. Put it in the can. Let's flush this motherfucker. <laughs> Until next time, the, the truth, truth is out, out there. there. Flush noise.